Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. Hey, this is the WCHL podcast, and I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. And on the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all the world, the ice technician extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, the general manager for the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, and the lead pom pom cheerleader for OU Hockey. It's Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, are you there? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, all right. Say hello to the masses. Now, Andrew, before we hit record and we started going here, holy, you, you were. You Did were, you hit record, though? Oh, I hit record. Of course I hit record. <laughs> Come on. Thank you. <laughs> We've had that happen once or twice. Uh, but you were telling me you were sitting by the ambient light of... A Christmas tree. Oh, my God. Andrew, it is November the 10th. I'm sure we'll talk it about is. this later. But it, it, it's way too early for Christmas trees. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much my thinking here. But, hey. Oh. Here I am. <laughs> I had I had a friend who sent me a tweet, and I, I put it back out on my on my account. And it's, well, t- I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But the tweet was basically it said the war on Christmas cannot end until <laughs> Christmas stops its illegal occupation of November. <laughs> and boy, isn't that the truth? I can't believe you're sitting by a Christmas tree. All right. Sit by a Christmas tree, drinking a nice cold glass of milk, and here we are. Oh, look at you. Cold glass. I have green apple Gatorade. How about that? Have you ever had green apple Gatorade? I have. Uh, yeah, I have. You know, I didn't even know it existed until I was at the store the other day, and I said, what's this green crap? And uh, it actually tastes pretty good. I always like green apple bubble gum and green apple Jolly yeah. Ranchers. Yeah, green apple anything's good. Green apple Gatorade was better than expected. I'm usually like a white or a, like it's glacier blue or glacier white or something like that. Yep, yep. That, that probably speaks to one of my subconsciouses or something like that. It's probably going to tell me I'm a racist. They only like white <laughs> yeah, Gatorade probably, yeah. or something, but whatever. Anyway, so uh, apparently I like green apple. So yeah, so you've got milk. What a wholesome young man you are. Yeah, you know. Nice, nice cold glass of milk here to get the podcast started. <laughs> Do you have milk for dinner? I had ginger ale for dinner. I mean, have you ever had milk for dinner? Do you ever sit down and have a, like a nice little cheeseburger and a glass of milk? You know what? I You might call me weird on this. I would. When, yeah. uh, if you yeah. said yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, usually when I sit down and my uh, wife makes chili, I usually dr- eat a bowl of chili and drink a glass of milk at the same time. Oh, well, well. I don't know why. Yeah, I know why, because that milk acts like Pepto-Bismol. That's exactly why. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, hey, let's I'm, and no no knock on your wife's chili. It's just I, I know what the calming effect of milk is. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, let's get after it. We've got a bunch of games uh, involving Western Collegiate hockey teams uh, over this past week, and then we've got a bunch of stuff to look forward to and a bunch of junk to talk about. So, uh, Andrew, let's get after it, huh? Let's do it. The first, uh, everybody everybody was in action except for UNLV. UNLV took the time off. I understood they went and played an online Jeopardy tournament. They did. I don't know where they finished, but I know that they were playing online Jeopardy. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's. Let's hope they were playing in like the elementary category or something. So they 
so they stood a chance, right? Oh, God. And I, uh, I say the same thing about my team, too. <laughs> You're saying that not because it's UNLV, but just because it's hockey players? Just in general, yeah. <laughs> just in just general. Just a blanket right. statement there. All right. For all the, all the hate mail and angry texts, that was Andrew Majorkurth, M-A-G-E-R-K-U-R-T-H. That was not yeah. me. Please do not <laughs> yeah. send me the hate mail. Oh, I'm going to get another angry tweet now. You know, UNLV is famous for sending me angry tweets. So That's all. That's great. Yeah. As long as they're sending them to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, UCO played out of conference. Central Oklahoma went all the way up to Ames, Iowa. What do we say about Ames, Iowa, Andrew? It is a great place to go win hockey games. Damn right it is. It's a great place to go win hockey games. UCO went up to Iowa State to go play, and it was not a great place for UCO over the weekend. They lost hey. two games, 3-1 to one yeah. and 3-0. to zero. Yeah, they, uh, they took two lumps on the uh, noggin right there for sure yeah yeah what do you what do you i mean the, I mean, oh, the first one it seemed like it was it was a tight game it was two to one three the third was an empty netter um you know and from a uco perspective i, I kind of thought that uh you know they'd come back and get them the next night right yeah but and- uh no no such luck uh, another slow start coming out of the gate on saturday and uh boom before you yeah. know it they're yeah. down you know they're already down. What they scored two goals. Yeah. Iowa State scored two goals in the first, and that was yep. it. Yep, and then one late in the third. There, the uh, the thing that really sticks out to me here is uh, UCO their uh, lack of power play uh, production here. You know they were zero for the weekend. Uh huh. The uh, and you know I think another concerning thing and something maybe to keep an eye on is uh, you know we talked about their superstar nineteen Vikeli Mikhailov. Yep. And he's kind of been cold the past few times they played, right? Oh, so, boy, yeah. I mean, we yeah. were we, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago that he scored, what, th- four hat-tricks in a row in, in yeah. consecutive games, and now he's on a kind of a dry spell. Yeah, on a dry spell here. So that's that might be something to keep an eye on here because definitely, I mean, he is he is the offense there, right? Yeah, so, well, he's one of many up there. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm saying he's the not saying he's the one and only, but, yeah, he's – He's kind of the uh, ringleader of that offense, right? They've got a good little team, and it was uh, number four against number six. It looked like in the uh, in the rankings, and uh, yeah, you kind of expected, uh, um, you know, if, sure. I guess in my mind, and this is just being me being dumb, uh, you know, you expect the traveling team to kind of have a rough go of it on the Friday game just because they traveled. Yeah, but and then uh, back on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Then they get their legs under them, and they get a good night, good night dressed. And next thing you know, you know, they come back and uh, earn the split. But it didn't happen. And uh, hey, kudos to Iowa State. Those yeah. uh, those they're, Cyclones from wherever they are. And they're, uh, yeah, they're playing well. I mean, what are they? Fifteen and one overall for the season right now. So I, I think I think they play like every other day. They must not go to yeah. school up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Iowa State. I mean, yeah, that's true. What do you got to learn up at Iowa State? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think they learn about grain and yeah, and how to grow corn and yeah, you know, you know, kind of like Bubba, you know, what what can you make with corn? You know, what what cows like to eat? How many stomachs yeah. does a cow have? Yep, yep. You know, <laughs> yeah, that is that is that. Is, what is what's your what's your Twitter handle? Um, uh, CJP in OKLA or something like yes, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send, send all yeah. the hate my way. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you get off of farmers only and, and you're up there in Iowa State, <laughs> yeah. then please, yeah, send all the hate my way. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and, if, and if you can't get out on tweet, send me a tweet, and I'll put his phone number out so you can get directly <laughs> directly to cell phone. I mean, please. 
Oh Whatever boy, I can do for you. We're just going to get the angry from first from Vegas and now from uh, now from Iowa State. Hey, let's make everybody mad here. That's <laughs> all right. Sorry, right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> hey, uh, but uh, UCO goes up and takes, as you said, two two L's. Uh, but they come back and hopefully they'll rebound here pretty quick. I think they've got a good opportunity to rebound here at home coming up. But, yep. Uh, yep. We'll see. Hey, speaking of taking two L's, Andrew. I was a witness to one of your two L's. It is a uh, it is a growing pattern here. Missouri State came all the way down I forty four to play Andrews Oklahoma Sooners, and Oklahoma and Andrew took two L's on Friday and Saturday. We did. Missouri State won two to one and five to four. And Andrew, I, I'll I'll say this. Um, I was when when did I show up? I showed up on the Saturday game. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, you're there Saturday. Yep. Um, the uh, I'll say I'll say this. I expected the sc- there to be a bigger score differential, and uh, so so props to Oklahoma for keeping it close. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I- yeah. I don't know if that was UNLV. I, I I mean Missouri State still having a case of the UNLV flu since they're just coming off a long trip and a long weekend in Vegas. Or if it was uh, a case of Oklahoma playing uh, better than expected, but uh, yeah, what a late third goal, uh, third yeah. period goal in the uh, on Friday to win it, and then uh, they had to hang on for dear life. Missouri State did on Saturday to escape with a five to four win. Yeah, another third yeah, period you know, goal. On you know on Friday there, the the thing I hate to see when because it was a one one game going late, right? And, uh-huh. I know where you're going. You know, yeah, I mean the the thing that I hate to see is a referee insert themselves into a game late like that and be the deciding factor, you know. And uh, there was there was a goal or a penalty called, and Missouri State was able to capitalize. But you you hate to see it because you know thirty seconds later he evens the score and gives Oklahoma a power play, and Oklahoma couldn't capitalize right, and that was the difference in the game right there. Yeah, yeah. So the ability to score in the power play. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just like what we'd said about uh, UCO a minute ago, you know, Oklahoma power play, you know, 0 for the weekend again. You know, they're 0 for 4 Mm -hmm. on Friday night. So, you know, there was plenty of opportunities there. And then, and then uh, obviously 0 for 1 on Saturday. So a little bit, a little bit different kind of game there. But, you know, you got to capitalize. Saturday was kind of wild in that, uh, you know, it was a one-to-one game coming out of the. Uh, was it one-to-one here? Let me see. I thought yeah, it was tied yeah, up after yeah. one, at yeah. one, and then uh, Missouri State comes out and just gets uh, a quick goal oh. to make it two-to-one, and then before you know it, it was like four-to-two. Boom! Yeah, it was it was four-to-two, and then uh, yeah, and then you know it kind of. I thought the boys responded well. You know, they could have just easily packed it in and yep, and said, "Hey, we'll we'll catch them next time." But hey, you know what? They came out and showed some fight in the third. And uh, tied the thing up, and then you know the fifth goal, and that's you know kind of what kind of what I what I would attain the uh, fifth goal to would be a team that's winning games and scoring goals. You know the kid, the defenseman threw it at the net, and you know it bounced off about three different things before it went went into the net. And uh, you know the goaltender, our goaltender, didn't really stand a chance on it. And you know good bounces happen to teams that are that are winning. You know and when you're not winning, things are just a little bit tougher to get to get righted. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And you know, that fifth goal just hey, just a fluke, just like I said, hit 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 about three different things going in. I think it was headed to the corner, and by the time it got to the goal line, it was in the center of the net. You know, it's 
just one of those things. Well, Oklahoma played well, and Missouri State uh, played obviously well enough, but I'm sure they probably wanted to, uh, you know, win win by a bigger margin. But uh, hey, they got two W's out of it. I'll say this, yep. Andrew, I was impressed with Oklahoma's fight, and uh, I, I'm I'm also going to one of the prettiest goals I've seen in a long time. <laughs> was the very first goal that Oklahoma scored on Saturday. It was a shorthanded goal, and I think it was number 11 for you guys. Um, Payne, I think, is the name. Is it Payne or is it Pard? No, Pard's nine, so it was Payne. Payne, yep. Um, came down, and uh, he just fought off a defender, and he, he drove to the uh, you know right down the center of the ice and then to the left side of the net, and he just... Once he kind of got to the goal line, like he was going to let the the Missouri State defender ride him into the boards, he uh, deposited the puck right in front of the net to uh, number eight, Prouty, who uh, knew what to do with it. It was kind of, I'm not going to say it was wide open, but it was like three quarters open. And it was just the prettiest shorthanded goal um that i've seen in a long time and so it was uh you know props to those two for uh you know, yeah, it was a decent little kill was, yep yep it was good to see proudy score a goal and it was and it was good to see Payne kind of play like that because he's he's a talented kid so it's it's i was glad to see him uh play well this weekend all right all right hey we don't want this to be the ou hockey podcast so uh, <laughs> calm down there put your pom-poms away okay uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah well hopefully oklahoma will uh We'll bounce back this weekend, just like Central Oklahoma is expected to bounce back. Uh, we had we had three other games or three other series, and two of them were um, WCHL series. Uh, Utah was at Arizona State, and uh, Andrew, I think you correctly uh, predicted this one last week during during your predictions. I think you said everybody was going to split except for Arizona. You said they would sweep GCU. Yeah. Yep, and I think you were wrong on all parts except for the arizona you got uh, arizona right i don't how do i don't recall that well and you got the arizona <laughs> and you got this split right because utah uh and arizona state split arizona state beat the utes on friday night six to three and utah beat asu they returned the favor five to two it's kind of like yep, what we were talking good. about travel day long day you kind of expect to be it's not out of the ordinary to be beaten i wouldn't say you expect it but that's wrong of me to yep. say but uh you're not surprised that the visiting team gets beat but then they yeah, get yeah. a good night's rest and boom they come back and return the favor and that's what happens so uh asu brings the uh asu brings the wood on 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 friday and man they just jumped out it was three goals yeah. in the first period then Utah, yeah, and they they scored three in the in the second, and then and then it was Arizona State's turn to score three, three again. Again, yep, three, three, and three. They only needed no. one net because the the all the goals were scored on one side of the ice the all night long. All nine goals were in one net. That's crazy, isn't it? That's wild how that works. And then the next night, uh, uh, Utah comes out, and um, you know they 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 really just I'm not going to say they dominated, but they. Uh, they really played well and they played yep. hard and they responded because they had a, a, a like a two goal lead and then Arizona State, uh, you know, cuts the cuts the deficit in half. They score a goal and then uh, and then they uh, so you, and you think oh here comes ASU, Utah just keeps plugging away and they yep. get another goal. Just keeps working, right? Yeah, Arizona State hung in there and made it uh, scored so it's three to two at the end of two and then. Uh, you know, next thing you know, next thing you know, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Utah. You know, they they salt the game away. 
Yep. And, yep. Uh, you know, it's not an empty netter. They scored on the power play late. You know, and the the thing I'm impressed with with Utah is, you know, they 13, uh, Wyatt Light, he scored two goals on Saturday. Yeah. But other than that, like all their all their goals and assists, you know, there was it was spread out a lot, not just coming from a little closed cell group of kids, right? It, they spread out the scoring there. So, yeah, I was I was impressed with that. That little number 13, he can play. He's fast. He was, you know, uh, this series was um, originally supposed to be this particular weekend. I, I can tell you this because my, I, I know that when I do the schedule, I try not to give teams back-to-back road trips unless they're yeah. close by, you know. And that's why, like, Vegas, you know, Missouri State went to Vegas and then they came down here to Oklahoma. Well, I don't consider the, coming down to Oklahoma a long road trip for them, so it's not that yeah, big Five, six hours, it's not long at all. But Utah had to go to Tucson last week, and then this week they had to go to Arizona State. And that's because we had an adjustment in the schedule. Arizona State, um, you know, had to, had to host um, during the original time. The Arizona State was supposed to be up in, uh, in, in Utah this weekend or that, that past weekend. But uh, because of their NCAA team, we had a scheduling conflict, so we just reversed everything and – Utah was kind enough to uh, be accommodating, but boy, uh, that's that's two trips to Arizona in consecutive weeks, and uh, yeah, that, that's a lot right there. I think those guys are going to be glad not to have to see the Phoenix Airport <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, totally, totally. Until they go down to Grand Canyon next week. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. All right, and then uh, and, and I'll tell you what. You know what the thing else I, I, I like about uh, the Arizona State games? What's they, that? They start late. So <laughs> yeah. by the time your game was over on Friday night, Arizona State was just getting cooking. Yeah, you could you could watch hockey for seven hours straight. Right? That's right. It's kind of like watching the NFL on the on the weekends, right? You've got a yep. twelve o'clock game and a three o'clock game. Yep, watch all night all day long, right? There you go. It's uh, WCHL after dark. We called it. <laughs> hey, uh, down in Tucson, Grand Canyon went down to uh, Tucson to take on uh, uh, the Wildcats. And it's uh, kind of interesting because GCU has notoriously been a thorn in Arizona's side right? and has always played uh, Arizona well. In fact, earlier this year, what, they beat Arizona 6-4 to four at Grand Canyon's place. They did. And so, uh, boy, we had some uh, two very, very tight games down in Tucson. Arizona wins the Friday night game uh, two to one in a shootout, and the shootout went deep. Holy smokes! Eight, eight rounds. Eight rounds. Yeah, eight rounds. That was fun to watch. The uh, yeah, I mean, I how about Grand Canyon? Like, kudos to those guys. I mean, they they play Arizona tough, right? They do. They do. I mean, they're 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 coming around. They're you know, I'm telling you that West Division of the Western Collegiate Hockey League is just going to be an absolute fist fight. There's going to be five teams just punching <laughs> one another. Yep, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's good it's, stuff. It's not like there's Thanos just knocking people down left and right, right? You've got yep. all just, five of the Avengers just punching each other out. The, uh, it's just the crazy. Thing found, the thing I thought that was interesting on Friday's game here was Arizona scored early in the first three minutes of the game, right? Yep. And then nothing. <laughs> it was literally a one nothing game all the way through, and then the last minute of the game on the power play, Grand Canyon – Comes through and scores another goal, right? To tie well, it up, to send it to OT with, with an empty net too. They pulled the, they pulled the. Uh, they had, it was a six on four. That, that is, that is crazy, isn't it? I'll tell you, yeah. I, I tuned into that Arizona to that game just in time to see the Arizona guy uh, uh, score, and the the kid that did it, it was uh, what number twelve here, Will Josephson. He just kind of threw this little. 
it, it wasn't much of a shot. It was just kind of like he was lollygagging the puck towards the net. Yeah. And it found its way in between the pads and the in the pipe. I mean, it was not a it, it was not a laser by any means. Yeah. It, it was just kind of a little soft. You know, it wasn't even a knuckle puck, but. Uh, it, it was just funny how it found a hole and it got in and you thought, Oh boy, the route is on here. It comes and grand Canyon. They, they, they have hey. that goaltender. There's Kasabowski is a friggin' player. I mean, how about that? They, those guys hang in there the entire, the entire game, one, nothing, right? Yep. And I tie it up with in the last minute of the game. I mean, Hey, I'm impressed. It, and, I'm impressed. And, and and how about this? This was, uh, um, I know the Arizona goalie. When you think of Arizona, you think of uh, Anthony Churro in net, or you think of yeah. uh, Nolan Bibelchick in net. But this was uh, Rhett Kimmel, and this was the first time that I can remember him uh, starting a game. I know he's played before. I think he's played before, but he earned the win, and this was his first win in net. And it, he goes to a shootout, Andrew. Eight, eight rounds. Eight rounds. Eight rounds. That's a lot. What's your? Uh, what, uh, what, tell me. Tell me this. Since you're a hockey guy and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um. What, what's What's your go-to move? What What's your strategy when you're when you're a shooter in a shootout? Oh, in a shootout, I think you go forehand, forehand, backhand, paycheck, right? <laughs> You've been listening to too much Letter Kenny. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do, right? I mean, it, there there were some. It was kind of wild to watch this. If you watch it, it's it's on YouTube. You can go back and watch the shootout. There are some guys that just come in there and they're taking it easy. They're just kind of, you know, striding not gently, but you know, they're they're not blowing off, blowing anybody's uh, uh, gears off by with yeah. some blazing speed. And they usually come in from an angle. And, uh, you know, then they try to do the forehand, backhand, you know, and either, you know, they're, they're trying to deke the goal somehow, trying yeah. to deke the goalie somehow. And then you have some guys, like, for, for instance, the thing that really stood out to me was uh, 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 number, I think it was number 18 for, uh, for Arizona. He was the third shooter, uh, Jesse yeah. Lowell. I mean, he just gained, it, it was like he, he, had a ton of speed it was like the flash out there and you know before he knew it he was on top of the goalie and you know we get a little too close and he couldn't get a good shot off so it was i just thought it was funny to see the different philosophies in terms of the shootout you know i'm i'm always a believer that in a shootout you want to use some of the guys that haven't been playing in the overtime right uh because those guys are you know skating on big ice three on three so they're tired they're tuckered they don't have any creativity because there's too damn tired but uh i mean this 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 was pretty good and it was pretty it was pretty good to see the different philosophies some guys use speed and they were successful some guys use speed and they weren't some guys yeah. use the uh more gentler approach and lollygagged on in and deked and dinked and uh you know it was kind of fun yeah I, i'm at this level you know we're not getting the the fresh cut like what they do in the nhl and all that so I'm more of a keep it simple mindset on the shootouts at this level, right? Yeah. Just don't get fancy because then if you get fancy, you're gonna take a chance of losing possession of it, right? Just and that happened a couple times. Keep it keep it simple and get the job done. That's that's my philosophy there. There you go. There you go. Well, and then uh, the next night, Green Canyon jumps out to a two to nothing lead, and Arizona had to just work their way back. Yeah. Uh, well, I take it back. It wasn't two to nothing. It was two to one. Um, but uh, Arizona just had to work their way back, scored a goal in each of the three periods, and just held on for dear life 
to uh, again Kasabowski for for Grand Canyon. The dude is a legit number one goaltender. Yep. Yeah. Played is, lights yeah. out. It's impressive. I mean, we make 16, 16 saves on eighteen shots in the first, something like that. So, yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of rubber coming your way. I mean, you know, when you're when you're at this level, you're always looking for a goaltender that can win you games, even when you're not playing your best. Yes, you and need that. yeah, I you know I think it's I, I don't know if he was in net when uh, when GCU beat Arizona. I know he was in net when GCU beat um, uh, the Colorado teams, and they needed you know, they needed to have a big comeback. And they eventually went to a shoot, uh, overtime and won it in overtime, and he was a big part of that because Colorado was swarming and he just fended everything off. The, the kid's a player. The kid's yep. a player. So interesting, interesting. So uh, okay, there we go. GCU at Arizona. This this is the Green Apple Gatorade coming back. Oh no, <laughs> I'm getting a little verklempt. Okay, so uh, two to one in a shootout for Arizona, and then three yeah. to two the following day. The fall the the final series involving uh, WCHL games was Colorado at Colorado State, and but these were non conference games, Andrew. They're still good, man. I'll tell you what we we didn't. Nobody saw the Saturday game because it wasn't broadcast. Oh, shocker. Yeah, well, imagine that. Um, <laughs> supposedly they had a conflict. The 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 people that do the broadcasting have a had a conflict. The uh, go black dog. <laughs> Whatever. No, no conflicts with black dog. No, you, you got a it wasn't a con it was a conflict meaning they couldn't find somebody to run the dang thing whether you're <laughs> black dog or YouTube or whatever. <laughs> but on Saturday night, uh Colorado won 6 to 5 in a shootout in Andrew. It was a wild back and forth affair. Colorado State jumped out to a to an early lead and then uh, and then it got tied up. It went back and forth, one to one, two to one, and then Colorado jumped out. I think it was a three to one lead at one point with some quick goals. And CSU came back to tie it at three, and then uh, they took the lead at four, and then CU tied it at four and took the lead at five. And Colorado State scored. Uh, they pulled the goalie and they scored with like fifty six seconds left to go to tie it up. Oh. How about well? How about Colorado in the second period there, scoring two goals within twenty-seven seconds of each other? I I'm, mean, I'm telling you, Colorado, Colorado's like, doing okay. Hey, those guys have come to life. You know what? Yeah, and and good for them. Good for them. We, they, we they need them to be good. They they needed a little uh, Oklahoma medicine to come on up there. That's right. Oklahoma That's coming right. up there and handing them two W's. Uh, uh, must be paid off for CU, huh? Right. Because what they they split with Utah <laughs> the weekend before we went up, yep. and then they gave it to us. Yeah, and then and then here they are giving it to Colorado State. So they hey. go into Epic and they give it to Colorado State. And I'm telling you what, Andrew, the stands were packed. Yeah, on Friday night. Now who knows what they were on Saturday? Well, and on Saturday it says there were 882 people or something like that. But you can just see from the from the from the film from the video, the stands were packed to the gills at Epic on Friday night, and it was a great atmosphere. Now there were some vulgar chants that you can hear over the uh, over the internet, which wasn't very nice. <laughs> They're having fun. They were they were they must have been teaching uh, uh, cuss words one hundred and one at CSU <laughs> on Friday night. Yeah. So it was because uh, they were directing a lot of evil and hostility towards uh, their rival CU. <laughs> but uh, Colorado got the uh, last laugh. They they win the shootout two to one in four rounds, and uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of wild there. Mm. The uh, 
And then Saturday, holy smokes. Saturday was just uh, ugly. Saturday was just ugly. What do we, I mean, I've got the score sheet here. We've got two unsportsmanlikes. We've got a major for charging, another unsportsmanlike, um, checking from behind, another major for charging, (laughs) slashing, cross-checking, you know, all the the nice stuff. (laughs) Yeah, there's, yeah, it was, it was heated and it was hostility and it was setting the table for a fun little series that's going to end the semester when they play home and home for conference points. Man, I tell you what, but they, uh, what was it, 3-2 after one? Yep. And then they each score a goal in the second. And then, man, Colorado. Came undone, didn't they? In the in the third period, just rattled off four. I mean, got a quick one to start it off on the power play. And, you know, scored it two minutes later. And then just didn't look back, you know, just holy smokes. And capped it off with an empty netter. Give credit to uh, Colorado State for pulling the goaltender to try to, when it was uh, 7-4, to try to, and they pulled the goaltender early, like with about two minutes to go in the game, because yeah. uh, they were, you know, they knew they had a chance. And uh, Colorado, it, it, it was uh, scored an empty netter, and you know, eight to four is your final. Hey, I don't know if it matters if you lose by three or if you lose by by five, right? Well, you're losing your rival, so it just sucks no matter what. But uh, yeah, so might as well give yourself every chance you can, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, in the, the good thing, if there is a good thing about this, it was they were non-conference games. These games right. uh, were arranged when the University of Jamestown pulled out. Uh, Jamestown was supposed to come to Colorado and play CU on Thursday night and CSU on Friday, Saturday, and Jamestown uh, had to uh, had to decline or. They 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 they, uh, they pled budget issues, so was, so mm-hmm. Colorado and Colorado State uh, made the best of a bad situation and uh, yeah, the ice Which was not available. Yeah, the ice was not available in Boulder, so uh, the guys in Boulder drove up to Fort Collins and drove back with two dubs in their up in their pocket. There nothing nothing wrong with that at all, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was the week that was uh, in the WCHL. And that means we have some new WCHL standing. So as of November 6th, which was what, Saturday, Missouri State is now clear and in, in the front. They now lead yep. the conference with 24 points. Arizona is in second place with 22 points. That makes sense. They're the two teams that swept over the weekend. Central Oklahoma did not play any WCHL games. They're in third place with 18 points. And then we have a tie at four between Utah and UNLV. Uh, and then we have a tie in sixth place between Grand Canyon and Arizona State. And then uh, after that comes Colorado with uh, seven points, Colorado State with five points, and Andrews Oklahoma Sooners have uno pointo. <laughs> Sad trombone. Yeah. So um, it looks like, uh, you know, things are kind of, uh, things are kind of, you know, focusing into uh, coming into some clarity, if you will, with uh, Missouri State having the clear lead. They've now played 10 games, three more conference games in Arizona, but they have a two-point lead over Arizona. So they have the potential uh, to really stretch that lead out if yeah. they just keep yeah. winning. And I think the path for uh, Missouri State is is kind of clear and plain as day. You know, win it the is. games. It is. It, it really sets up a huge, huge, huge series whenever that is, uh, January or with UCO. West Central, I was going to say, because UCO has two games in hand. Yep. And they're six points back. So, I mean, that is that is huge right there. That's right. And those games will be at UCO. So, um, 
Yeah, they no. got that. They got that student section behind them and all that. So that'll be that'll be tough sledding right there. If Missouri State takes care of business, and they they'll have the the opportunity starting uh, this weekend when Colorado State comes to town. But if they take care of business, um, you know, when they play the uh, two Colorado when they play Colorado twice, and then uh, Colorado State, and they have your Oklahoma Sooners in their place now. Their only uh, tough series, if, if you will, within the conference uh, remaining, and I, I don't mean tough like it'll be easy. I'm just saying from a standings point of view um, because OU, CSU, and CU are the, you know, 8, 9, and 10 in the conference right now. Yep. Whereas UCO is, what, third? Yeah, third. So yep. Yep. it would be number one versus number three, and that's when Missouri State goes to central Oklahoma. So that, that weekend is just now huge and monstrous. It yes, it is. Yes, and, it is. And, and you know UCO will be ready for them, too. Yes, they will. And, and I mean, let's not forget, Let's how huge was it of UNLV to pull two off of Missouri State, right? Oh, gigantic. Well, the weekend before last, I mean, if you know Missouri State went out there and, and got either one or two games, I mean – They'd be sitting at twenty-seven or thirty points. They'd be—I mean—that's lights out right there, you know. Yep. Well, they're—they—it's so. a missed opportunity for uh, for Missouri State, but uh, hey, that's why we play the games. And yep. so halfway halfway through, Missouri State's in the lead. If they keep playing uh, as well as they have, they can uh, get a trophy at the end of the year. I'm anxious, I'm anxious to see what happens. Yeah, you are. All right, hey, let's take a quick break, <laughs> and then we come back and we'll talk uh, computer rankings. I think Andrew has an opinion or two on that. <laughs> that might have been it right there. <laughs> and then and then we'll uh, talk about some other stuff. Uh, we'll get Andrew's uh, some – I know he's got some stats. We'll talk about the uh, upcoming games this week and then some gritches, gripes, and news around the ACHA. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a deal to me. Here we go. Hey, Sam, come here a sec. Coach, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what the happiest animal on earth is? It's a goldfish. You know why? No. It's got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish, Sam. Yeah? One, drop your glove. Two, catch the jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. What I say? Inglewood Jack. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All righty, Andrew. I think that's enough uh, fun hitting buttons here for a little while. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. Andrew, earlier today, I know that you have an opinion on this, so get your, oh, yeah. get your uhs ready. Uh, the computer, <laughs> the second week of the computer rankings happened. And we have, what do we have here? One, two, three, four, five WCHL teams in the top 21. So uh, Minot State is still the number one team in the nation, according to the uh, computer. They're uh, just barely ahead of Lindenwood, number two. Then uh, the rest, the three, four, five, is Liberty, Iowa State, and Stony Brook. Missouri State moves all the way up to number six. So congratulations to MSU. Yep. Uh, UNLV is number eight, and uh, they Missouri State and UNLV are sandwiching Adrian. Adrian moved up two spots, so it goes Missouri State six, Adrian seven, UNLV eight. Central Oklahoma falls all the way to ninth place after that weekend in there at uh, Iowa State. And then uh, we have some teams that we don't really care about, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and then it gets to of- number 19, Arizona, and Utah is in there at number 21. So uh, there we go. So there we are. Six, eight, nine, nineteen, and twenty-one. 
and then not too, uh, not yeah, too shabby, not too shabby, not too shabby. And then uh, let's let's if the computer, well, the computer does do all the teams. So let's see here where everybody else lies. Arizona State is number twenty-eight. Colorado's number thirty-two. Grand Canyon is right behind them at thirty-three. Colorado State is number 37. And then, Andrew, I know, I know. Where? Here, I'm trying to get to my, trying to get to my little, here. There, your Oklahoma Sooners are number 40. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, what what you going to do? So, uh, you have an opportunity uh, this weekend to take care of some business. Yep. So, uh, and move that ranking up. So, uh, yeah, it should be kind of. You know, five teams in the top twenty-one. I'll take it. Yep. What is that? Just a just a hair under twenty-five percent. Just a hair. Uh, yeah, just under twenty-five percent. Yep. I think so. I'm not a I'm not a quick math kind of guy. So yeah, quick quick math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, this is. You know what this means, Andrew? That, that means, Andrew, it's time for your stats and analytics. It's that time of the podcast when we get wowed and wondered by your absolute Whoa. numbers. Andrew's stats and analytics are brought to us tonight by Green Apple Gatorade. When you care enough to drink the very best, it's Green Apple Gatorade. All righty, Andrew, sock it to us. Oh, oh boy. What do we got here tonight? Oh, I, yeah. I have no clue. You're the one with the stats. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The... Uh, well, I think, uh, you know, I think the big stat of the night is just the overall lack of power play production from last weekend, you know? <laughs> like, holy smokes, guys. The, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about anything else stat-wise or anything like that because as a league, we got to uh, get the power play thing figured out here. Yeah, yeah. I think the... Uh... I, I think the power play was probably as effective as your stats and analytics insight here. It yep, was just yep. kind of uh, uh, limp and non-existent. <laughs> so um, yeah, kind of it was kind of a sad deal. Let's hope they get that corrected. Yes. You know, yes. hey, I the- mean, it, it, and it and it was kind of it was kind of weird, right? Because you know, as I was going through the score sheets, looking at everything, you know, we usually have one or two teams that kind of you know kind of set the world on fire with their power play each weekend. Yeah, and. Man, just going through it like, and the, just unimpressive this week. I'm just, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Boy, gonna just lie. laying it out there, aren't you? Harsh, yeah. Harsh Andrew on the WCHL podcast. Yeah, not gonna, not gonna lie. Not All impressed right. this week with the power play stuff. The uh, and our boy, uh, you know, we were talking about him a minute ago. Vitaly Mikhailov, 19 at UCO. Even though he's been a little, uh, a little cold lately, he's still. Number two in the uh, ACHA with seventeen goals. Yeah, uh, so he's still he's still up there, right? So. so what you're saying is the glass is not always half empty. You're you're looking for that silver lining to provide that. Hey, even though it's been a dry spell, he's still number two in the nation. He's still he's still pounding away, right? So the uh, yeah, and uh, Carter Carter Eha also from ECO. He's still up there. He is fifteenth now in assist. He has. 14, 14 points through 12 games, and they are all assist. Okay. Zero, zero goals, 14 assists. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All so right. some so some quick little stats there for you to kind of shine some light on the kids. There we go. Andrew Stats and Analytics. Tonight brought to us by Mentos Gum, Pure Fresh. When you care enough to throw the very best gum out the window of one car and into another, and then they scatter all <laughs> over the place. 
That's uh, so tonight's Andrew's Stats and Analytics brought to us by Mentos Gum and Green Apple Gatorade. I love it. Uh, there you go. Are you ready for some predictions and uh, some some prognostications? I am. I am. All right. Now here here's one prediction I'm going to have, and I think I'm going to be fairly on on this one. Okay. The game scheduled for Thursday night, McKendry at Oklahoma. I'm going to guess is not going to get played. It is not going to get played. Whoa! What happened there, Andrew? The uh, well, a little bit of different uh, views on COVID protocols for the two schools. So, yeah. So that's all right. Yep, our school would not uh, would not play nice with their athletic department, so we had to cancel the games. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yep. It's uh, and it's it's not that they wouldn't play nice. It's just differing philosophies and uh, yeah, different philosophy on how to do it. And yeah, they're both worried about keeping everybody safe. They're just uh, one team is going a little bit once uh, once some some sort of paperwork, and another said mm, maybe not. And yeah, there we are. Not so much. Not so much. Not so so, much. so I was the, so that prediction on my end is is correct. McKendry will not play at Oklahoma this weekend. That's right. That is right. Well, okay. So uh, let's see here. We have, I think we have everybody in action. Let's see here. One, two, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Look at that. Everybody's in action this weekend. There's there's a lot of hockey, so that means that's going to be a long podcast next oh, week. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> who knows? Maybe we can simplify it really quick. It's just like, man, yeah. they won, they lost. Uh, okay, so we have two out-of-conference series. Uh, McKendry, uh, since they're not playing Oklahoma, they are playing Central Oklahoma Yep. on uh, Friday, Saturday. Andrew, give me some predictions. McKendry is out of the B Conference. They are uh, the the defending playoff champion, the defending MCH champion. However, this year McKendry is not doing very good. They're number 57 in the nation. They're going to come and play number, number nine. How's that one going to go am. for the Bearcats? I'm just going to step out on a limb here and say that this is going to be all UCO here. I think Mr. Number 19, your favorite uh, target, is going to uh, – I think he's going to have a heyday this weekend. Yeah, it's he, he can he can get the ship righted on this one, right? Now, I'll tell you this because I, I, I see a lot of uh, McKendry stuff. There's a couple of uh, guys that's uh, – a couple of Russians on uh, the McKendry team. So who knows? Maybe there will be some, uh, some, some Russian smack talk on the ice. Oh, maybe they'll maybe they'll get together for some uh, for some Russian vodka or something after the week after oh, the game. God, right? Look at you! No, <laughs> these are these are young men. Of course, they're. Oh gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. They're, sure. they're going to commiserate <laughs> over borscht and uh, <laughs> potatoes and <laughs> you know, general Russian stuff. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, not vodka. Quit it, Andrew. Uh, yeah. Family friendly podcast here. Oh, huh. Hey, speaking of family <laughs> friendly, speaking, your Oklahoma Sooners are going to go down to uh, Alabama this weekend. Yes, they are. And uh, there's lots of families and lots of cousins marrying one another in Alabama. Uh-huh. Family friendly here. Family friendly. <laughs> I mean, more ways than one. Yep. So, Andrew, how do you think, let's see here, Alabama is, you realize that, that quip I just said? Um, we have a, there's a special guest audience that was walking here through the podcast studio here at the Casa de Kamish. Yep. And man, I got one of those, I can't believe you just said that type things. (laughs) Yeah. Holy smokes. That's all right. Well, you're liable to hear anything here if you listen to us long enough. Anyways, um, number, Alabama's number 35, Oklahoma's number 40. 
And um, how do you think that's going to turn out, knowing full well yeah. that you are the lead cheerleader for the OU Hockey I am, Sooners? I am, I am calling a split here on this one. Oh, man. Well, they, uh, let's, let's hope you're better there, because last time you called an Oklahoma sweep and Missouri State swept them. So. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm going split on this one. All right playing, all right. playing it safe here. Playing it safe. All right. Well, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll stay away from all the uh, typical Southern stuff. What do they have down there in Alabama? Yep. Uh, hound dogs? Uh, oh, <laughs> I just heard a roll tide. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think they've got, isn't that where that uh, where that show is from, that MTV show? It's like Southern Comfort or something like that, Southern Living. I don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, well, they, uh, um, I know you're talking about it's the, uh, oh, God, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, yeah, it's like, the, it's like the hick version of Jersey Shore. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't have, I can't even think what it is right now. Yeah, I just saw right. it Doesn't, on TV the other day. Well, I, I I don't watch MTV. I just know that they have some backwards folks. Although, you know, to their credit, when I think of Alabama, obviously you think of football. Yep. Right? Me, I'm of the older generation, Andrew, because you're like, what, 19, 20? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, and here I am, I'm 54. I think of Julie from The Real World, uh, season one, because she was a cutie and she was from Alabama. Um. And I think of uh, not much else. So I could be wrong. You know, I've I've heard that Alabama, that that the Gulf Shore of Alabama is just gorgeous. They have a place yes. down there called Dolphin Island that I understand yep. is gorgeous, and yeah, they have a yeah, great bar called the Florabama right on the uh, right on the Florida Alabama border. And that's actually the name of the show that we're trying to think of, Florabama. Is it really? I think so. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, so you're going to say a split. Your Sooners are going to go into backwards Alabama and win two games, or win one, yep. win one of two games. Yep, win one of two. Yep. All righty, here we go. Um, Grand Canyon, uh, fresh off their uh, uh, trip to Tucson, is going to swing on over to Tempe to play ASU next weekend at beautiful Oceanside. Oceanside, the coldest arena in America. <laughs> How do you think uh, Grand Canyon and Arizona State is going to work out? You know what? I, I thought about this one for a little while, and I, I <laughs> very came, little. I came to uh, an ASU sweep on this one. An ASU sweep. That's well, wouldn't be wouldn't be out of the ordinary. However, you know GCU plays well. They they're playing well. You know they're playing tough right now. So it's what it what's made me think about it. But you know I think uh, you know Clayton Lackey and those kids over there. I think they'll be good. I'm telling you, I, I, I happen to know for a fact that the uh, Grand Canyon coach might have listened to a podcast or two recently oh, geez. and might have taken issue with some of your prognostications. <laughs> and uh, so I think he'll enjoy that one that you just laid yeah. out there. <laughs> oh, boy. Remember, my, <laughs> my Twitter handle is CJP in <laughs> Colorado State is going to Missouri State down to the Jordan Valley Ice Park to take on uh, the Ice Bears. Colorado State, uh, if and Missouri State already played two games up at Epic, and Missouri State won both of them. I think they were one goal game uh, each time. I, one goal, they were close. They were pretty close. They were like the first series of the of the uh, first conference series of the year for Missouri State and Colorado State. So, how do you see yep. CSU, the Rams, at the Ice Bears? The uh, Missouri State's tough. I'm going Missouri State sweep here. Andrew, let me ask you this: In real life, not hockey life, but in real life, if you were on a on a street on a in a, on on a mountaintop, yep, and on one side was a ram and the next side was a bear, 
who would win that fight? This is a, a special edition of the WCHL Fight Club. Who would win the, ram, the ram versus the bear? The ram versus the bear. I don't even think it's close. The bear's just going to manhandle the, the ram, right? I don't know. I've I've seen those rams. If they, when, if they hit you just right in the head, man, they can knock you right out. Yeah, I, I'm I'm calling a bear is going to take it. Hmm. All right. Well. Yeah. Could be interesting. Could oh. be interesting. All right. So you say the bear. I, I would say the ram. I'd say the ram has a fighting chance. Uh, but that's in real life, not hockey life. So how, now, how about a chicken versus the bear? It depends. Is there a hockey player holding the chicken? <laughs> because they're they have gloves and they have uh, you, you know hey in their to to their credit. Um, they were making fun of Colorado state was making fun on their Instagram. I think it was, or maybe it was their Twitter. I think it was their Instagram of, uh, their Kyle Nelson, one of their uh, star players. And he was one of the guys sitting there in the uh, cowboy hat, holding that chicken in that, yeah. in, in that advertisement for a couple of weeks ago when <laughs> Oklahoma came up there to play them. So they were giving him grief for being the best chicken handler. Uh, ha- happy birthday to the best chicken handler. So hey, give him give him credit for having a sense of humor. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. That that they they provided a laugh. That's for sure. So yeah, if a chicken versus a ram or a chicken versus a bear, it all depends on whether they're the, the chicken is being held by a hockey player. <laughs> the chicken alone would lose both, but the chicken with a hockey player, mm, made not so much. Maybe right. It's like two on one. It's like a tag team. That's right. They'll have them surrounded. Uh, All right. This special edition of the WCHL Fight Club is brought to you by Frommer's um, uh, Books, the travel editions, uh, special places to take your chickens in Colorado. (laughs) All right. uh, We have two more series. Uh, University of Arizona is playing their crossover series. They're going up to Colorado to Boulder to play the Buffs at the CU Boulder Rec Center. So Arizona coming off a sweep of GCU to play CU coming off a sweep of CSU. I am Colorado's playing tough. We talked about it a little bit ago. I am calling a split here. Ooh, Coach Chad Berman will not like that at all. Yeah, I am. I am calling a split. They, uh, yeah, they're gonna have to be ready because Colorado they're playing tough. You know, they are playing tough. They are playing tough. All right, and then uh, hey, the final series is UNLV. The Skating Rebels are finally getting out of Vegas, and they're gonna uh, get on the road on the west side now. They're playing, uh, they've already come to Central Oklahoma, but now they're going to go start playing interdivision, and they're going up to Salt Lake City to take on the Skating Utes. Earlier this season, Utah went down to Vegas, and Vegas beat them both times. One of those was a midnight game, if I remember correctly. Yep, yep, and they were both pretty close games too, weren't they? No, I think think one of them was and one of them wasn't. I I forget. I have the scores around here somewhere, but I don't really care to look it up, so... Oh, here I'll look it up for you. Keep talking, and I'll find the scores. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm. But I'm going to say uh, I'm going to call a split on this weekend. Oh. The, uh, hey, Utah, you know they're playing well. You know V's playing well. Yeah. The uh, this this could be a good little matchup here. Here very, we go. Very very intriguing. UNLV won both games, five to two in the midnight game, and then four to three, and it was a shootout or an overtime. Yep. Uh, so. So there you go. Okay, so you're yep. you're calling a split. So here to to yep. recap Andrew's predictions. Um, my prediction has already come true. The McKendry at Oklahoma game is canceled. You say that UCO is going to sweep McKendry in both games this weekend. You say that Alabama and Oklahoma will split. 
and that Arizona State will sweep Grand Canyon, that Missouri State will sweep Colorado State, and then Arizona-Colorado will split their series in Vegas, and Utah will split their series. I think those are uh, pretty spot on. All right, all right. Well, Andrew, you know, this is that special time of the uh, podcast where we talk about gibberish and talk about nothing. And so... Um, That's where, this is the time where the people start falling asleep. <laughs> it's the... Uh, here. <laughs> it's that time when people start... Uh, yeah, they, they just check out, I think, right here after this. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, here's, here comes these two bubbling idiots. So uh, what, what, is it, what is it you have to talk about? They, uh, well, I have, you know, you're always asking me about TV and movies and all of this stuff. Books and stuff, yeah. Yep. My, uh, my lovely wife and I watched the other night. It's a 2020 special. It's a little mini series they do. And they were covering the Gabby Petito case. No way. Yeah. Yeah. They had. Did they find the killer? <laughs> they kind of, uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they had, uh, the Brian Laundry, they had his sister on. They had her parents, um, a couple special experts in the field, and all of that. And you know, they kind of put together all of her online stuff that she was doing on YouTube and Instagram and all that stuff. And you know, it was ah, God, it was like an hour and twenty minutes, but it was it was very, very, very interesting to to kind of see some inside baseball on on what some of the experts thought and all that. So huh. very, very. Very, very tragic, but very, very interesting also at the same time. All right. And what was this on? Uh, it's on, so I watched, we watched it on Hulu. Hulu. It's a, yeah, we watched it on Hulu, but it's a 2020 series. Okay. With David Muir and whoever his co-partner is. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was uh, the Gabby Petito story. It do, was It was very interesting. Do you, do you know who the original host of 2020 was way back when? Oh, Lord, I can't. It, there's been so many. Um I'm what's only talking the old, about the original host, not all the ones after that. Oh, uh, what's the Barbara Walters? She did it for a while, I think, didn't she? No, but she was not the original. It was a guy named Hugh Downs. Yeah, I was going to say that's long time. That's probably that's probably like thirty years before my time. <laughs> well, you are only nineteen or twenty, so I mean that <laughs> yeah. that does make yeah. sense. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, so uh, anything else? Anything uh, anything else interesting that uh, that flips your lid? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Nope. Books, movies, TV. That's all I got for you tonight. All right. Well, uh, Andrew, I, I know that you want to jump ahead and talk Christmas, and we'll get there in a second. <laughs> but I have to say, you know, in the news, since you just brought up the news, in the news, there's been a lot of uh, uh, fear and uh, mongering in the news regarding lack of turkeys for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this, Andrew, but supposedly there's a, uh, a supply chain shortage in terms of getting your turkey from you to the grocery or from from the turkey palace to <laughs> the tur- to the turkey store, so you can go pick it up and have turkey on Thanksgiving. All, all you got to do, you, all you and I got to do is we can go ten miles from our houses and sit at a, sit in a tree and we can shoot it ourselves. <laughs> I don't want to shoot. <laughs> Did you say shoot at ourselves or shoot it ourselves? <laughs> shoot it ourselves i don't want to shoot at you no way come on we could we could get it right there yeah then i'd have to i I prefer buying it at the store when it's already plucked and uh, all that and the the giblets are inside and stuff so uh taking that all the fear and the mongering into account i can uh, i'm now the proud owner of a 25 pound turkey it's sitting in my freezer 
Are you feeding the neighborhood or what? Oh, we are. Well, we're we're expecting a big crew. You know, the uh, the the girl is coming back for home for a little while. The boy and his uh, uh, girlfriend are coming for a little while, and oh boy, we've got some other relatives that uh, that are going to be here. So yeah, it's kind of exciting oh, times. Oh boy, oh. that or we'll be eating turkey until February. Oh my God, can you believe it? <laughs> oh, I can't even eat turkey past. You know, maybe one turkey sandwich, and that's all I got in me. Oh, uh, hey, I, I I can eat turkey for a couple of days, and then after that, yeah, I get the yeah, old... Uh, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll tell you what, this, yeah. I do know this, though, and I know this because when I was a very young lawyer, I was involved in a case involving a drug called L-tryptophan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I knew that tryptophan was the magic ingredient in turkey that puts you to sleep. Um, and these people had uh, the L tryptophan. It's the letter L hyphen tryptophan. They someone had manufactured it, and obviously things kind of went wrong because lawyers got involved. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I remember I, I had the pleasure of calling up the uh, CDC, and I I just I you know I thought I was the king of phone research. I was such so dumb and young. I literally picked up the phone and talked to a doctor at the CDC about L-tryptophan. And, um, you know, we ended up using him as an expert witness. But it was, oh, geez. Those, those were the times when you can literally pick up the phone and get a scientist on the other end. It was crazy. That was before, I mean, hell, that was during the pager time. It didn't even have cell phones then. So. Right. Pager that, now, did you have the pager that you could get the message on or just the straight phone number? Just the phone number. Oh geez, just the phone number. So yeah, kind of kind of crazy though, kind of crazy. So L, anyways, that's uh, th- there's my uh, brush with uh, brush with greatness and turkey and the law. And uh, hey, there's there's two. I know you want to get to Christmas because you're so desperate to talk about Christmas, but we got to talk about two other <laughs> yeah. things really quick. Um, we had some movement within the uh, ACHA with uh, some conference movement happen. Uh, Maryville from the B conference from the MCH. They recently announced that they were moving, they're leaving the MCH and they're going over to the Central States Collegiate Hockey League. And um, that is, uh, that's going to take effect during the 22-23 season. Yeah, so next season. Next season. And so, uh, they, they, in fact, they just announced that, I think it was earlier today or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know when it was. It happened last week and it, ha- it literally came up in like a 48-hour, it, it, from start to finish, it went like zero to 100 in 48 hours. So uh, Nice. Anyways, hey, congratulations and uh, best of luck to uh, Coach John Hogan, a former Arizona Wildcat and a former coach at Arizona. He's a protege of Coach Berman, and uh, he'll be taking his Maryville uh, Saints to the uh, Central States Collegiate League with Iowa State, Illinois, Ohio, and probably Lindenwood, even though Lindenwood says they're going NCAA. I haven't seen it yet. so. Yeah, and I can tell you that Domino set forth some other things in, in, into motion, and we'll be able to announce them here fairly soon. Uh, but the B Conference is going to be just fine. Yep. And I know that there was another surprise in the Central States League, and I, I'll, it's not my place to announce that, so we'll let that happen. And uh, But uh, it does not involve – how about this? It does not involve Iowa State, Lindenwood, Illinois, or Ohio, or Maryville. Oh, uh-huh. So uh, – oh. Yeah, you can. It, wow. you know, all you deductive scientists can figure that one out. Yeah, we'll let you guys figure that one out. And then, um, yeah, and then there's some other. Like I said, there are some teams that have filed for. We there are five teams that have, or five programs that have filed for uh, men's division one status. Um, there are Oregon, San Diego State, Drury University out of Springfield, Missouri, right there across the street from uh, from the Jordan Valley Ice Park. Um. Purdue Northwest and the College of New Jersey. 
Oh, yeah. That sounds that sounds like a happening place. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't you know the College of New Jersey just has a bunch of uh, mooks and, oh. uh, and and big old buff knuckleheads that are uh, yeah. they're yeah, really straight off the gu- Jersey Shore, walking around yeah, in their uh, guidos. Yeah, their white yeah. high tops and their grease back yeah. hair. <laughs> oh. Oh. And, and and their shirts all say college on the front of it yeah. <laughs> on the back it says new jersey <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so we're probably going to get beat up there's some mafia that's is probably right. listening to this going to come kill us now that's all right <laughs> uh yeah that's all right thanks andrew appreciate that that's all right yeah. <laughs> so uh anyways uh so moving i don't know what's happening with those five uh applications but uh, i think two of those five um i think Purdue Northwest in uh, College of New Jersey. I think they have conference landing spots. The other three don't. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. We don't have any resolution on those just yet, but uh, hopefully maybe this time next week we'll have some resolution. There you go. One other thing that I thought was kind of interesting, it just came out to, uh, I just noticed it today, as a matter of fact. And it's, uh, Andrew, you know, we always talk about the ACHA and how they Eh, you know, sometimes we kind of give grief to the ACHA to the, yep. I, I do at times and I probably shouldn't since I'm part of it, but, uh, but I do anyways. Uh, but men's division two Williston state apparently got hammered in, uh, with some, uh, with some, uh, issues. Apparently they, uh, self-reported that they offered athletic scholarships to some of their hockey uh-huh. players. And so, uh, it just came out in the Williston journal, earlier today that um the acha has dinged them they are uh, ineligible to for the postseason play this year and they have to forfeit all of their victories last year really i don't know what effect that has but um it's just surprising that the acha actually has some sort of uh enforcement arm no? How about that yeah never yeah. it's kind of rare and and it's rare that it's publicized right it's never yeah. publicized by yeah. the ACHA, but this was a newspaper that did some journalism, journalistic uh, in the pursuits, and they found it. And anyways, I just thought that was interesting. I, yeah, it's kind of a. I guess if the word gets out there, it'll act like a deterrent that the ACHA actually is paying attention at times. Huh, and, so, and hammering them for, for self-reporting. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and if you self, you know, there's always rumors about so-and-so, rumors about Oklahoma for the longest time, right? Yeah. That Andrew at the GM, he's paying kids to come to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, that was the rumor forever. Yeah, and uh, but there's always rumors, but uh, this one, I guess, uh, stuck, and eh, I guess it doesn't pay to self-report, but whatever. Huh. How about that? Yeah. All right, Andrew. It's so, th- so there you go. So ACHA happenings, Andrew, sock it to us. I know you want to get to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, well, I got, you know, as we, as we were sitting here talking at the first of the podcast and we said that I was sitting here at the ambient light of my Christmas tree in the office. How, how many Christmas trees do you have up at your house right now? Uh, we have three fully decorated Christmas trees in existence in my house at this current time. It's November the 10th, Andrew, and you have three we, Christmas trees already up. Lit decorated ready to go oh. i have i have a christmas village in my house now that has <laughs> 25 buildings to it oh let's see i'm it's i've got part of it behind me here i've got a skate rental <laughs> i've got a skate repair shop i've got a guy's sharpening skates at a little skate sharpener all by a little pond and a bridge with a nice little treehouse overlooking the little nook that they're doing all this in that sounds like right. a, that's that sounds like an ice rink nerdy Christmas type thing, <laughs> a skate shop and a skate rental. Come on, oh. Santa so, does Santa doesn't bring you sharpened skates, 
Hey, so and, that- Andrew, here, here you go. Here's here's my here's my response to your uh, <laughs> to your three Christmas trees in your skate castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Pass. Exactly. Pass. Exactly. So, so that made me think because you know I've been doing this. You know, I my lovely wife wanted to get in the attic last Sunday, <laughs> and and get the Christmas decor down. Yeah. So I've been fighting this all week up to this point, right? Oh, so, sure. Oh, sure you have. Uh-huh. Fighting it all week. Okay. Yeah, you can ask Kirsch. <laughs> oh, okay, Pinocchio. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. So it made me think. I came up with four questions for you to answer, and we're oh. going to see how good you are. <laughs> yeah, here, so we, my, here we go. So, so my first question to you is, when can you decorate for Christmas? A, November 1. B, before Thanksgiving. C, Thanksgiving night slash weekend, or D, bah humbug. <laughs> Obviously, C, C. Thanksgiving night and into that weekend. Thanksgiving. Uh, here, right. here, hold on, hold on. You know, we got to have, we got to have, uh, we got to have some sound effects. So, uh, yes, there we go. All right. C All right. is the proper answer. Thank We have to celebrate Thanksgiving. We have to celebrate eating. We have to see Santa. He's the last float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for a reason. They don't put him first. Yeah. They put him last because you get through Thanksgiving, and then once Thanksgiving is done and over with, then you move on to Christmas. There you go. So this brings me to my next question because yep. I am not guilty of this. Mm-hmm. But there are people in my neighborhood that are guilty of this. So question number two, when can you turn on your exterior illumination? <laughs> do I have choices or do I just have to you tell do. you? You do. Okay. A, November 1st. Oh. B, Thanksgiving night. Okay. C, December 1st. Or D, bah humbug. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night for sure. And, you know, if I'm the judge, that's another winner. All right. That's definitely another winner. I cannot believe, I cannot believe, Andrew, that there would be people that would turn on their Christmas lights November 1st. We have, we have seven houses in our neighborhood, eight houses that have their Christmas lights burning right now. One, two houses have been going for like a week and a half. Is is yours one of those houses? It would not be one of our those houses. How but you have, but you have your lights up already. I do not have my lights up already. Come on, this is to tell the truth. Hey, I'll I'll text you a picture. I'll text a picture. I'll send a picture out there for everybody. No, that's all right. All right, so so <laughs> they, uh, it's it's okay to hang them, but you don't turn them on until Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, now I do. I am you know around here. You know when you don't have much warning, so it's either like fall. And then the next day is like the cold of winter. Yeah, right? ice. So, the next day is yeah. ice. Yeah. So I usually, this is about the time of year, the time of the month that I do get out there and put them up. I mean, <laughs> be out in, you know, sweatshirt or short sleeves and, you know, you're not freezing your baguettes off out there doing it, you know? I went all fifth grade around you there for a quick second after what you said, but I'm not going to repeat it. All right. So uh, <laughs> very good. Very good. All right. So what's next? Yeah. We're halfway all through. Right. So number three. When should Christmas music begin in stores and on the radio? Oh, okay. A, Thanksgiving night. Oh, oh hold, hold on. A, Thanksgiving night? Yep. Okay. B, December 1st. Okay. C, ghost. Ghost? Or, or D, it's gross and it should be against the law. So, are you gonna are you gonna listen to Ghost? Are you gonna listen to Christmas music on December first, or turn it on Thanksgiving night? What are you gonna do here? <laughs> I think, I think, I, it, 
my my answers are going to be uh 100% um in, in uh, conjunction with one another christmas music has a okay to start on thanksgiving once you're that that way thanksgiving is you you've got you're full of tryptophan you're sleepy you've watched enough football you've got some turkey and some mashed potatoes and green bean casserole and whatever else inside of you and it's time to get the tree out and light up the uh put turn the lights on and listen to christmas music there you go yeah, anybody does it any earlier? No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, and if you do it, I can't believe you would want to listen to. I mean, trust me, I love Ghost, but that's that's not Christmas music at all. I was like, where, where are you going with that, Andrew? Yeah, I threw it in there for a little wrench for you to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> all right, so number four. Yep. Exterior lighting color. Oh. Do you do you go solid white? Multicolored. Here, hold on. What, what did you say? Uh, multicolor? Yep, multicolored. Okay. Red-white combo. Yeah. Solid blue. Oh, there's more than one, more than four choices. Okay, or? Or solid green. Well, I'm a solid white kind of guy. Well, I'm although, a solid white. Although, although, I will, this is just me. I'll give a pass for solid anything. <laughs> I will also, you know, so if it's solid blue or solid green, whatever, as long as it's solid. Um, and I'll even give a pass if it's you, what did you say? Alternating red, white. Yep. Yep. I would, I I would even accept that as an acceptable answer. Me personally, I'm solid white. Um, what I don't like is, um, multicolored and I'm also not a favor of, um, not, not in favor of, um, uh, different size bulbs in one display all the bulbs have to be the same size yes so yes. don't don't bring me these little twinkle lights and then put your big c7s out there as well yeah yeah they all got to be same size and they all got to be the uh same brand so they look alike right yeah yeah now andrew okay so there we go there's one do are you Maybe. also one of these guys that uh, likes to wrap your tree with uh chris the outdoor tree the little <laughs> barren oak tree likes to wrap it up with uh yellow and green and blue to create this illusion of uh of you know christmas the uh so we wrap the tree out front we wrap the bushes in the front we have the lights on the house <laughs> we we have the sidewalk lined yeah we do it all sidewalk lined okay well, yeah we we do it all here at the uh, casa de mage girth <laughs> i'll tell you what one of the best things i ever did was uh I'm I'm partial to uh, I, I love New Mexico, especially northern New Mexico. One of the best things we ever did one year, we got uh, luminarias, electric luminarias, and we lined our driveway and sidewalk with uh, luminarias, yeah. and it was just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So uh, it wasn't the uh, there were there were electric. I I it wasn't sand with candles, so yeah. I I took the easy lazy way out, but. Uh, I'm I'm okay with uh, luminaries. I don't know if I'm okay with lining sidewalks with lights, but whatever. I guess that's what yeah, rich people okay. do over there in the yeah. McMansion neighborhood. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah we, we live in a boring street, so I mm-hmm. try to do it all up to, to kind of show up the neighbors. So, cause we, <laughs> we live in a boring street, that's for sure. Oh, jeez. Uh, and how, how are you? Uh, are you a fan of maple syrup? No. Oh, God, no. 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 What? No. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? Absolutely not. The only thing I, I like maple syrup on is French toast, and that's it. Really? Yep. Oh man! So, a guy that works for me at the uh, at the rink there, his family actually owns a maple farm in Ohio, and they have their own maple syrup. 
mm-hmm. that, that they sell commercially. And uh, he may or may not have gotten me a bottle of this tonight. And I tell you what, that stuff is to die for. Now, Andrew, is maple syrup a pseudonym for moonshine in Ohio? Is that what we're talking about here? <laughs> did he really uh, just think- give you a bottle of, of raw whiskey? He did not. He did not. He gave me a bottle of pure, 100% goodness maple syrup. From, from Ohio. From Ohio. It comes in a little uh, maple leaf bottle with his family's oh, uh, slogan and logo on the front of it. It was to die for. Interesting. Well, you'll definitely have to put a picture of that up on your Twitter so that we can uh, we can all see that and partake because yes. I'd be a it little was... leery of anything that comes from uh, the Pollutionville that is Ohio. So, uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. This, huh. stuff was, this stuff was delicious. Interesting. What did you, did you, were you like elf? Did you put it on your spaghetti? Yeah. You know, my uh, Cheerios and everything else. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. And, the, uh, and I am doing a, a little, little inside baseball here. I am doing a first next week for you. A first. A first in my lifetime. Oh boy. Let's hear it. I, I am going duck hunting on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what it means is I need to find another guest on Wednesday night is what you're saying. Because you're probably going to shoot your foot off or something. (laughs) Honest to goodness. First time out. First time hunting anything. I'm going duck hunting on Monday. How about that? Well, hey, uh, good luck to you and uh, better luck to the Uh, ducks. Oh, man. I've got my license. I'm getting all my gear this weekend. Going Monday, duck hunting. You're going to be one (laughs) soggy hunter. That's all I got to say. You're going to be you're going to be out there sitting in a blind, wishing that you had that bottle of Ohio moonshine to drink. I'm I'm actually going on a boat. We're we're going by boat. Oh, even better, drunk on a boat (laughs) with a gun. Oh God. How about that? I'll uh, I'll try to to take pictures for everybody. Bring a life vest, please. (laughs) Bring a life vest. (laughs) Bring a life vest. God. I'm telling uh, you what. Uh, I can't that, have too much can't have too much moonshine. I gotta go to work Monday morning after all this adventure. <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, you're 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 doing early in the morning and then you're still going to work. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The guy that I'm going with, he's he's hardcore. He says he goes in the mornings, early in the morning, and then shows up at work at nine o'clock, ready to go. So wait, like, wait, oh. wait a second, Andrew. You're not going out to like my neighborhood pond to go shoot the ducks out there, are you? Huh? Duck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah. Don't don't jump out too fast. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Yeah. So that well, is the first. So I'll have. I should have more to tell next week when we talk again. Well, we'll have Ducktales to discuss. I love That's it. Right. I'm gonna have That's to get the. Right. Theme. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the theme for Ducktales and we can play it. We'll get Uncle <laughs> uh, Uncle. What's that? Uncle Scrooge. Uncle uh, whatever his name uh, is. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. We'll we'll get him on here to uh, to listen to you. Oh my gosh. All righty. Well, hey, I think we've uh, we've wasted enough people's time. With, <laughs> yeah. We've we veered wildly off course. <laughs> I thought it was bad just going from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and then you brought in duck hunting. Oh my god. Oh, duck hunting and maple syrup. There you go. Jeez. All right. Well, hey, we want to thank everybody for listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. Um, you can follow Andrew on Twitter at Stickford A M S T I C K F O R D A M. You can look at his uh, maple syrup and his duck hunting exploits there. I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. 
um, you can send me whatever you want. I'll, I'll, I'd love to hear from you. Um, the WCHL pod is on uh, Twitter at WCHL pod P O D. And we're also on Twitter for the conference at Western CHL. It's W E S T E R N C H L. We're all on Twitter. Um, I'll have to get together with the guys at Utah to find out what's going on with the website. Because uh, they were supposed to have a website for me pretty quick, and it hasn't happened yet. So I'll have to give them a hard time. But in the meantime, we appreciate you taking your time to listen. If you've made it this far, congratulations, and we're sorry. And um, we hope that uh, we hope that uh, everybody enjoys their time at the rink. Get out to the rink this weekend. There'll be plenty of hockey to watch locally, hopefully. And if not, then uh, tune it in on uh, online and watch some uh, WCHL games. We'll have some more, uh, hopefully this time next week, in addition to Andrew's DuckTales, we'll have some uh, information <laughs> regarding some more conference movement. In uh, another edition, probably I think we'll be able to announce the addition to the B Conference by then. And, uh, yeah, it should be kind of interesting. Anything yep. else, Andrew? Uh, that's all I got for you tonight. All right, I'm going to hit the button. Well, actually, no, I have to get over there because I was going to actually, we are going to hear the harp again. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's get us out of here. All right, everybody, have a good time this weekend. Take, Be safe, take care of each other, and we will catch you on the flip side.